0: You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish
1: football banter. Hi, welcome to the latest episode of Scottish Football Forums podcast, where it's season 11, episode 19. Uh, I'm John. Uh, This is the second podcast of the week. We had Iona Fife on Monday. Which was a bit of a music football special, probably more music than football, but thoroughly enjoyable and has got good reaction so far. Uh, Donald is on tonight, regular Donald. Can we call you regular now? Now you've been on twice in the last like Yeah, couple twice weeks. in the
2: last two weeks, I know. <laughs> regular
1: ish. Uh, I was I was sent to the missus, Obviously, no, you know the missus without naming names of that. I
2: uh-huh. said
1: basically tonight we're doing a hipster podcast. So Donald is all about the hipster podcasts and she said she said because obviously he knows you you'll love that type of stuff <laughs> you like I actually think you should now on uh, your social media be called the football hipster
2: right I'll change that then <laughs> I'll add if, it into my if, bio
1: if it's not already taken
2: um, it probably will be I might need to add a number or two at the end of it but
1: say football instead
2: of football aye <laughs> aye I don't know if you get away with that Doro, Could you I don't know I've been tough to see. It might not be. Uh, Mate, a check. Falk Fol- and Hursher would be like,
1: what? What's football? I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you could call it sporting hipster, because you're a sporting hipster.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah I could rather than the football part. Yeah, I could make it that part, yeah. Right.
1: Um, so the voice you heard there, giving a wee dig to Doro, which I liked to Eddie, uh, is Graham, uh, otherwise known as Babag. How you doing?
0: I'm good, I'm good. Just sitting here, I'm actually facing like, behind the the computer monitor. Banks of these floodlights are just shining in my face, like so. Nice, nice.
1: Aye, so that's why you're
0: so well lit up. Uh, I, no, that's i I've got a mirror behind me it's a <laughs> <laughs> No, no. Are they training? I could, it must be training, or uh, I would think so. Like yeah, because it's, it's
2: uh, a Tuesday, Tuesday
0: night, usual are Uh, uh it's no games night. I'll just be training. It could be anyone actually, because it's
1: used by a lot of people aye, so. aye, right aye Is it, well there's some uh, tonight there's some west of Scotland games getting played I know there's maybe other games getting played elsewhere so some teams were traded on Monday but unusual usually a Tuesday Thursday so that impacted training I know Um. um we're also joined by uh, I'll call you the football nomad first of all
3: mm-hmm.
1: um well, I remember your name, normally kidding. Uh, Adam, how are you doing?
3: I'm doing great. I'm, I'm currently illuminated by telecuty dry ski slope coming through my kitchen window.
1: Ski slopes, right? Okay, that's 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 a bit different to the rest of us. Hi. Anyway, is anyone sliding down?
3: Um uh, well, a few folk just now, aye? aye. Lessons are obviously going on.
1: Right, okay. So welcome to Ski Sunday. <laughs> The younger generation will be like,
2: What's, what's Ski Sunday? <laughs> yeah, We're that's at. one of the best theme tunes run about. So it is, that's, that's, that's a, what I was about to
0: say. If only you had a button, to push yeah.
2: It came on. If you're talking, yeah. if you're that's another topic for another day. Sports theme tunes, Ski Sunday will be right up there. Ski <laughs> Sunday definitely. would definitely be up there. Yes,
1: think I actually quite I used to enjoy watching it back in the day. I've not watched it for years. I think the. The most recent time I would have seen any of it would be Winter Olympics. I used to always watch it on a Sunday, but that's before I was married and other things sometimes take priority. Well,
3: every, uh, every Sunday ski Sunday until Kerry.
1: <laughs> uh, that actually brings me on to my first question for all of us, actually. So this is like a ground topper special this evening, which for those that don't know, well, I don't know if this is accurate or not, but they reckon it originated in the 70s in England, but I don't know if that's accurate or not. That's what I've seen. You guys might know differently.
0: I'm not too sure that when it actually started. I think it's definitely more popular now than ever. And I think it's because modern football's annoying too many people now. That's the feeling I get with the people that I speak to. A lot of folk are chucking the professional game because they can't be bothered with it now. And they're doing this instead. I would say it's definitely more popular now. But I think if you're a football fan, you're you're subconsciously a ground hopper from day one anyway, Mm -hmm. without you realising. Because before I started like actually taking note away, well, you know, making lists and you know deliberately going places and stuff, I'd racked up a heap of grounds through varying reasons. Obviously watching Aberdeen was one of them, but I had mates that played juniors for for Fermat, and then I kind of actively from Followed for Martin United when they were junior. So I got all over the place. I was up in Elgin and everything watching them. And because you thought, Oh, I tripped Elgin, ah, here we go, that's another one. But you didn't realise at the time you were doing it. Yeah. We you, just As I got older, I thought, well, oh, hold on a second, I've actually racked up a heap of grounds before I even
1: realised that I was doing it. Aye. Uh, Donald, what was the comment? Let's go down Saturday.
2: Eh, uh, they, they get beat 5-1 by for Martin. <laughs>
0: it's <laughs> it's at, like, like, but, but funnily enough, I've got a massive beef with Fr. Martin. I can't stand them. Back in the day when they were juniors, they were all right when my mates played for him, but I've got a 20-year beef with them. So I was waiting for to get behind him. I was at the first game.
1: You at the
0: well, first I was at
1: the first game. I think I'd I think online, actually, because I think you was going to try and meet up, weren't you? But didn't get a chance. I, I, think, so I, I, well, I, ended, I ended
0: up. I ended up with a rare no-kids day, so had a day out with a good lady instead. Then I heading down,
1: thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> well, a question actually from my missus was, how do you pick your games? Is it based on the game it is, the ground it is, or because the missus wants a day shopping? So that's from the missus, that's not from a guy, so we're all right, we're not getting any trouble here. Uh, Adam
3: well I'll I'll take that on as a single man um, I kind of pick my games for a variety of reasons you kind of have the ones that are within one train journey away Okay. then you kind of pick it's amazing how many clubs in a single season have a centenary or how often there's a if you put the whole of Scotland in front of you how often there's a local local derby Yes. Or some some kind of occasion as well. So, not uh, you kind of like you kind of lay it out with. I'm not leaving anyone back in the house, so that that doesn't matter. But it's kind of what's kind of the big events for some clubs. What's the kind of big derbies, and then what can I get to and be back? Be back in my local by five o'clock.
1: By five o'clock, aye, and then home for strictly. Yeah. <laughs> Aye, uh, Donald, what about your, Donald.
2: What about yourself? I'm I'm in the exact same boat as as Adam. Um, I don't go. I'm not the. There's the guys who I've gradually known over the years who are the the forty tours or the ninety tours down in England or whatever that just go ground to ground. Tick off, tick off, tick off. No matter who's playing, where it is. They'll be there. And then once, obviously, they've got a list, then they're gradually going down that this venue's got to be done and it'll be done at this point or that point. For me, for me, it's... I could visit the same ground twice in a month, depending on the game. Um, but I try my best to get to maybe one game a month that's different. Um uh, I've, I've done all the of Scotland grounds, but I would go over them again and again and again. If, if that, if the game enticed me, because the, the ground obviously situation, I've done them all before, they're not changing. Um, so mostly if, if I'm in Scotland, it, it's going to be, a, it'll be the, the game that, that gets me first. Um, but if it's down south and I'm heading, obviously I'm I've got, Hardly any down. Well, I've got quite a few down south, but now now getting into the non-league scene down south. Um every ground is just different. Um and it's uh, it's just I'm a bit like Adam as well, because I don't drive. Obviously, Graham does. Um, although he's travelling a hell of a lot farther distance than what we are, it's it's a train journey and it's obviously then pricing it and it's then getting to the ground from the train station, if you're maybe adding on another bus, um and and that kind of that's marking a year uh, of getting
1: in. Oh. Graham, what about yourself? How do you um, end up picking?
0: Well, see, like I'm, a, I'm actually a novice to this. Really, it started Christmas about 2016. Uh, a lot of things were going wrong, home wise. Let's put it, and uh, me and my mates and my brother and a few of his mates went to Keith for a day out. It was Keith Vibro Rangers, and it was an ace day out. It was on the train, as we say, without, This was before the trains were a rip off up our way. And, uh, uh, if you can get a train, aye, <laughs> if you can get a train, aye. Well, I'll, I was speaking to Donald about that a couple of days ago. I didn't <laughs> realise the troubles with the trains just now because I just I, I avoid them like the plague. But uh, I so I went to that and I thought to myself, that was an ace day out, and it was like, it was like a throwback to old fashioned football, and. Keith got battered, it was 6-2 in the end, but they didn't give up, they kept going. I thought, this was ace to watch, and I was a season ticket holder at Toddry at the time. I thought, that was brilliant, I'm going round the Highland League. And I'd been to a lot of them before, from when I was a kid, because when Aberdeen were on the road, we didn't go to every away game, but my cousin would yeah. take me to Highland League games, Peter Heade, Elgin, uh, the Brock, Cove Rangers, his old ground, And uh So that was the only time I really... I was like, right, I'm going to do that. So I did that. It worked out about four and a half months. I did the whole league. And then from there, I just went a couple of games here and there. I wasn't like fully fledged, if you know what I mean. Like grand yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. And then I tried to go around every team that won the uh, Junior Cup of my life. Cool. And then cool. all, all, of, all of a sudden, I just abandoned everything. And I, don't pick, I just look at the fixtures and I go, you know what? I'm going to have one Lithgow, or, well, obviously that was part of the Junior Cup, but you know I'm going, like last night, for example, Dunbar,
3: on
0: a (laughs) Tuesday night, I drove down to Dunbar just because I could, straight from the school run. I, I don't have, I did have a thought process, but I don't now, I just go wherever, and usually it has to involve the wee man getting his football in. Yes. 99 times out of 100, he has to be allowed to have his football
1: in the ground with him. That's good. And that's certainly something from, like like yourself, an Aberdeen fan that go to, well, what's now the of Scotland, but was the juniors. That's something you see as it's... It, football in the scene does You can take kids, but we also know some of the, the language, and this is where I'll contradict myself, is a bit suspect, now, I'm not saying that language doesn't suspect at other levels because it is, we hear it all the time, but kids can go. They can kick a ball, they can play with our mates, they can maybe watch a bit of the game, they can get a, a juice in a packet of crisps for a pound. Oh, he's on it's the pies it, now. Oof. Well, oof, I, well, it's Getting more expensive. Getting more expensive. But even even then, though, with a pie at the, the likes oh, of your, yeah, exactly. your yeah. traditional non league ground, we'll call non league even on a no now because it's different. You can get a decent pie for £2 and I've said for years in this podcast to the guys that have maybe not uh, been lucky enough and I'll say lucky enough to go to maybe non-league grounds your, your pies at non-league grounds are so much better than what you get at the senior grounds yeah,
3: absolutely produced
1: um yeah. which we love our food chat Donald you know we love the food chat and the podcast yeah. so yeah we'll get us in here now <laughs> um, first of all first of all and, and I'll go alphabetical here because it's easier so Adam what's your favorite pie
3: a uh, buffs pie, co-winning rangers. It was like my ma's steak and sausage pie, but in a more compact format. Uh, absolutely tremendous. And apparently they're still serving them at the new ground as well. So the buffs pie cut winning for me.
1: Was it uh so was it a steak pie or was it a steak
3: a, with a bit of sausage through it, about a bit of link sausage.
1: Was it was I because I actually had uh, the Scotch pie recently from there. Uh, well not from there, it was from the bakers, but they supply um Kill Winning. And I'm not overly like, you on know, scotch pie. I like them, but they're not my favourite pie. Aye, it was good. And it's a it's award-winning from fairly recent as well. Mm. Uh, decent pie. So, yeah. Um, Donald? Um, oh, that's
2: hard. Uh, what's the best pie? I must admit my Lake Talbot's really good. Which one? Um, what type of pie? Just the normal. A normal plain normal, pie.
1: A scotch yeah. pie. Is maybe because the onion, that's there?
2: one of the venues that I'm at mostly. So I'm I'm eating it all the time that it, it's um, but Comlet's good. Um I'll agree with Adam and say, well the old co winning park at Abbey, Abbey Park was good. Um the best one I've had down south uh, would be Blackpool was good. That but that, I'm getting back years ago. The the old Bloomfield Road before it was um done up. What was your pie
1: uh, at Blackpool then? Just again, a normal Scotch pie or something
2: Yeah, different? just a normal Scotch pie, but just full of meat. Uh, uh, it was, was absolutely fantastic. Okay,
1: All right. All right, that's
2: good.
0: Um, Graham? Absolutely, 100%. I will die and this will still be the best pie ever. Forest Mechanics steak pies. Forest
1: Mechanic, right, okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Forest Mechanic, the greatest pie on earth. They're a gift from the gods.
1: Oof, that is. I reckon maybe I don't know if they. I don't know how they advertise just now, but I reckon you maybe need to get in the marketing for them. I,
0: well, I tell you, actually, I looked to see if I could buy them once, and I went on the baker's website, and oh, they've won awards, best world they've won pie, like world pie awards and everything. Right. So I'm, I'm not talking out my hole here. This there's some really there's some magic going down in Forest. I'm checking right. right now. Right, and then, but funnily enough, I was just here a couple of weeks ago. Had a decent pie at Forest Thistle with juniors, and it was decent there as well. And then I read up that Forest Thistle came; they got a, I think it was, a, it was a bronze award in the Scottish right. Pie Awards. So there's definitely some pie magic in Forest. Both teams,
1: but both teams, Forrest right? Mechanics okay. Are, the, way, the one, I, the one I've been selling, not selling. I've been saying about for years. <laughs> Is the pies at Beef? Um, I don't know, Donald, or any of oh, the beef, beef. Yeah, they're
2: they great.
1: have. They they have a chicken and haggis pie. Yep. Now, this chicken and haggis pie also has your wee bit of potato. Well, like not potato, but it's kind of like a wee cream on the top to make it look a bit fancier. Now, generally, for go, and you know, most grounds, I think, most of your pie, you do get one probably. Probably get one depends if on whether you've had your. How big a breakfast or whatever? Folk actually, even before the game starts, know you need to go if you want their pies because folk are doubling up. I've even heard people at the game asking them at the pie hut, "Have you got any cold that we can take home?" That is how good they are. Generally, like I I can't see buy that pie. So if you're ever there, just make sure you go before the game and get your pie because it is tremendous.
3: I'm I'm slightly concerned if it was double carbs would I make it to the end of the decade? It's, um, it's, it's, worth, it. it's worth
1: it. It's worth it. It's what take your charges it
3: It'll
1: be worth it. <laughs> um, right, so a good a good range of pies there. Aside from pies, football food in general. Any weird football food experiences?
2: Well the, uh, well, the the big one that just made went viral on Twitter and social media just recently is the. The Donner Kebab Pie. Yeah. Armadale. Um, which, obviously, other other clubs round about are now obviously getting onto the scene and thinking, oh, oh, they've struck something here because everybody just went, my goodness, that is, looks amazing. Uh, and I think there's a couple of Glasgow teams now are trying their own sort of um, take on it. The, the Donner uh, Kebab inside the pie.
1: Well, the night that you, uh, the night that uh, Matthew uh, Sucky guy was at the Talbot game aye they were doing a special that night they were doing a chick- oh I need to get this right because I didn't have it I'm pretty sure it was chicken haggis and peppercorn sauce peppercorn sauce was in it at some point yeah <laughs> it was very good now I kind of speak to the pie guy and tell him what i think thinking of because he wants feedback and he, I said oh, how did this kind of sell did they sell so like, it is a wee bit different it was nice folk liked it the only complaint was that the filling maybe wasn't quite as good but to see the fact that having the sauce and having that to Quite often, not worse than a dry pie. No, is <laughs> there it, it because it's got the sauce, it just gets a wee bit of it. I filling probably was slightly on the, the smaller side, but that was feedback anyway. But good pie, like, um, I mean, you don't get pies as good generally at the seniors, like, it's no, your scotch pie, yes, you kind of get the cake the bottom off it because it's stuck to the tray. Sometimes a macaroni pie, which Erin and there's a podcast with us, she loves a macaroni pie. That's Her big thing, so I've seen sometimes I've seen chicken and cur- chicken curry maybe at the seniors, but again, it's been so so. I remember I'm Scotland chicken. used to do Mr. S- I don't know if any has got Scotland games, he used to do Mr. Sings, it was a um, uh, chicken and bala pie, so it was kind of it was quite good, actually. Don't think they still do it though, but it was good.
3: Um, I'm sure, but, uh, I'm sure Graham will agree with me back when Cove Rangers were at Allen Park. I used to go regularly, and they had a choice of five pies. And um, I quite liked uh, the Aberdeen Classic of the lasagna pie, oh, talking
0: classic.
3: of double carbs. And obviously, the uh, Mince and scurley was, all, was very good as well.
0: I, I've got a story about pies in Allen Park.
3: Well, well.
0: I, was a, I was a nipper <laughs> at a time. This is how far we go back, right? They we were playing Wick Academy. It was Wick, Wick's first season in the Highland League. And uh, me and my cousin went, we're just standing on the terrace, and a five hour blue past. And I must have been, a, I don't know, I live in a... 11 year old or something So obviously finding a fiver it's like finding a pot of gold that so obviously it was spent on pies but yeah, that was the first time I ever found money at a football match and then <laughs> I went on Cove Rangers pies
1: <laughs> Yeah, I've got a story of Cove Rangers um, and going to Cove Rangers but it's not the old town, it's the new round so Talbot drew him in the cup uh, not so long ago a couple of things actually but went up there uh, nice we say but it is nice they're obviously ambitious and all that type of thing Now, it was a Scottish Cup tie. Now, traditionally in the non leagues, we'll we'll still call them that. Usually you can go to the same pie hut or the same place for your food. There's no really an issue. They had segregated places for the food. Now, I'm not saying that the away fans' food was more expensive. You get my drift. But that was the general consensus. Now, that's not on. That's not on. I didn't hear
0: very good uh, stories about I went to Talbot about two weeks after that game and I was in the social club and I was speaking. When they found out I was fed up, i just say up from Aberdeen. It's easier than saying home milk. I mean, just a generalisation. And uh, they were saying, oh, we were up at Cove. uh," There was not a nice word said. Security, food, the whole lot, the segregation. It was all bad, which doesn't surprise me because that's another team I've got a beef with.
1: Aye, <laughs> I, I mean I, I, find it, I, really? I, I find it I find it really weird because it, like generally like I the seniors I right, okay, there is segregation. I, I can understand to this extent, right? I, I like other sports where I've been to get sport and folk think this is weird whereby there's no segregation and folk are like, What do you mean? I say, Well, it's actually all right. It's quite good because folk give a bit of banter and you give a bit of banter back and eh, maybe the odd time you see someone getting heated about stuff. But that was the first time I'd experienced after at that level. To an extent of, yeah. you have segregation. it was a cup game, too. So you have segregation, aye, that way, but not for the food.
3: No. Um, no.
1: So, aye, a bit weird, but I digress, I digress. Um, with the food, actually, this is something else I brought to up, because Dan Killen posted it earlier on Instagram. Have any of you ever had a slice of toast, butter or margarine, with a square sausage and brown sauce on it? Now, I've had a toasted sandwich, but not just that combination. Any is right, just the, the one slice the Aye. No. Oh, that's,
2: that's bizarre, that was tough to buy double. Well, it's you can bust. get a sandwich?
1: Well, aye, a toasted sandwich, aye. Like, we've all probably had that, but
2: this was like... Like, all like an, as an as open, was, like,
1: open top? An open, yeah. Yeah, an open, yeah. No, oh, that's bizarre. No, no, that's he's,
3: Aye. He's crossed the Rubicon now. I, I,
1: yeah. I think he's... I think, aye. I think he's trying to maybe cause controversy, I think, they're.
3: But,
1: oh, a it. Well, it was to be fair, it was a decent size, it looked like a decent size of square, but yeah, you maybe could have folded it, but I don't know, it wasn't for me, so I'm good, I'm not the only one there. Um, so okay, I wanted to go into maybe the, the subject, of, like ground hoping there's a community aspect to it, which I think is good. Obviously you guys, pro- maybe wouldn't you have met if it wasn't for yeah, that community.
2: No, exactly. That's that's met. how we met. Um, well, well, obviously social media has been is the, obviously the crux of it because yeah. if social media wasn't there, then I wouldn't have met Graham. I wouldn't have met Adam. Um, but then through their love of going to games, my love of going to games, we knew at some point we would meet up. Um, and now, obviously, we, we look at each, where each and others going, and then there's obviously, then you you get to follow others round about, and there is there is a lot of ground toppers, a lot out there. There's people probably that's known on social media, um, older guys. There's, well saying obviously, like you said there but when it started. I, I would say probably maybe the late seventies. I would maybe say when it first sort of through the eighties, and then and then it would sort of really kick off in the nineties, um, more so down south, obviously first. Um, and then it gradually, sort of mid-90s, it's crept into Scotland and now obviously it's, it's, it's big. Um, but yeah, you're right, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have met one another. Social media obviously has been the, the big part. Yeah,
1: just on that point about you saying about being down south, obviously we've had discussions off air, like Doral, you and me, about in England, they treat it as like a weekend, a special weekend, like advertise it, get behind it, go I like think quite often it used to be traditionally, I think maybe when it was international, maybe week. I think yeah, they, they would. Yeah. Because folk are maybe not going to Arsenal. They're not seeing their club. So I maybe have a different experience. But in Scotland, I think it's fair to say it's not yet heavily advertised by the authorities.
2: No, it's not. Well, obviously this weekend, yes. this weekend is Ground Top Day in the East. It's predominantly the East of Scotland. Um, it's actually a guy from England who, who runs it. Uh, well, two guys for England. One is on social media a bit as Chris I um who who runs a kind of ground top club. And then there's Lawrence Reed, um, who's yeah. is from Oxford, um who comes up to Scotland quite a lot because well I'm friends on Facebook as well as Twitter, um, and he, he he goes everywhere. But I think between the two of them they've they lot they run there's probably other ground-top days that go. I think they're the kind of most prominent um, that it's about. Um, so this weekend, there was one the other week, which was the Whitney, Whitney ground-top, which was based um, down in England. They had It was just a couple of weeks ago. But this weekend is the, the east of Scotland uh, ground-top, or Scottish ground-top, it's been called, but it's, they're basing themselves uh, over in the east, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, with one, two, three, four, six games um, that's been uh, organised and the times, obviously, so that the guys can actually do um, the full six. Um, if you go online, actually, you can go in and they'll check. There, there's a bus or, or buses running from, from England up. Um, I don't know how many people are coming up because there might be more, obviously, travelling in cars. And then yeah. you've obviously got us up here who will take part in it at, at their own accord um, rather than obviously affiliated because they're up here staying uh, for the full weekend uh, booked in to a hotel I think based in Edinburgh somewhere mm. and then based in us all to go out to the game on the Friday four games on the Saturday and then one in on the Sunday but as you say it, it's although it's it's quite prominent for us because your social media pages are by other ground who you think oh this could be quite good but outside of that probably not many people will know that it's on yeah
1: um,
2: just to the general even to the general non-league fan um, if I was to turn around and say to Jimmy Smith who goes to Cumberland Juniors on is Saturday, Jimmy
1: Jimmy Smith friends with Mary Wilson at Caterham
2: yeah they are actually I mean, <laughs> Um, but the alleged Jimmy Smith uh, <laughs> and the alleged
1: Benny Wilson as well, which we yeah, uh, he's he become a bit of a, an icon in the past. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but if you was to say to him, obviously, who's coming at Gingers and say, by the way, there's a ground talk on this weekend, he'd be like, eh, what? Yeah, they, they wouldn't have a clue.
3: I don't, I, I, don't think, I don't think clubs would know,
2: no, no,
1: um. No. And, like, for, for the likes of yourself, Adam and Graham, are you partaking then this weekend
3: in the, the ground talk? Yeah. Well, no, that, most you most know, Scotland, I'm going to be at uh, Johnson-Borough versus Southwark-Victoria. Right, OK. Uh, I
0: I've been to most of them, so, and plus I'll have a wee man with me, so to take it that many games...
1: I. it's a bit much aye, okay, in terms of that.
0: Ah, he, he loves football, but four games in a day, no chance. But I'm lucky because Friday night, bonus week, civil service strollers. Been to, uh, we'll go to that. And then we'll go to Bonnie Reg Rose v Dalby Star. And then it's East House's Lily we've been to and it's Newton Grange we've been to. And then Broxburn on Sunday, but I, I start my new job. On my, I fly to my new job on Monday, so New flat bar
1: there yeah, from there prepare for that climate. yeah in um, terms of myself, this weekend my plan uh, I'm not ground top I'm going to a game that is probably game of the weekend I would say which is Pollock against like Talbot, which yeah. will be tasty always is quite tasty there was maybe some speculation it might not get played because I don't know whether you all seen what happened at the end of the Pollock having Vicks game last week in the Junior Cup but uh, it got abandoned so I don't think the hearing has been, I've not seen anything yet about no, the hearing as to what's no, happened. I guess yet, though, no. the, the, from this season, which is different to previous season when it was the juniors, it's now the West of Scotland. The junior cup, if there was a replay or a, a rearranged game for whatever reason, it would take place the place the a week. But now the West of Scotland has got priority. So I would imagine if that game is getting replayed, it'll be a midweek game. Uh, whatever happens, who knows what, what they'll decide. But yeah, Pollock versus Thau for this weekend,
2: which I'm, um, pretty excited about.
1: Good place to go. Good place to go, Pollock.
2: Yeah, I, I would have, um, I'm, I'm working Saturdays, but I'm actually going to a game. I'm taking my companion I look after. So we're going to see Mayball. Mayball against Arthurley in the conference, West Conference A. Um, if I hadn't been, because I don't drive, I wouldn't have done the Friday or the Sunday games. I didn't realise actually till I checked it out when I saw the four games on the Saturday. I thought that's really hard to get from like point one to two to three to four, but they're actually all really close. Mm. Um, read, they're,
0: they're if about, you look at all the addresses, they're all under Dulkeith
2: pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I looked at the the furthest distance I think is between game two and three, which is about an hour's walk. But all the rest, is the um, once you reach Dulkeith, I think that's the first game. It's only half. It's half an hour walk, maybe. Till the next game, um, and then it's like, and then it's an hour from right. two till three, and then from three till four. It's only half an hour as well, which you could do if the weather's all right um, and you're willing to. Because public transport, I don't know, there's not great. There's not a train link between all of them, so you'd be jumping in buses. You'd have to obviously check out the bus service. But then obviously, I would, I wouldn't be able right. to do game game four and then get home. So I would maybe do like two and maybe. Two and three, if I was doing it. Um, but best of luck to everybody that's gone. There seems to be quite a lot. But the good, the good thing is, is I mean, these games were scheduled two years ago, um, and the the Easter Scotland League, and obviously because one of the games in the Lowland League have um, actually stuck with them. Um, I think the two of them's changed. Broxburn, them, what two years ago was on the Friday night, and S was on the Sunday. They've switched, obviously. Um, but the games are still scheduled at their times. Do Keith, two years ago, was at 11 o'clock. Newton Grange was at quarter to eight at night. So fair play to the clubs, obviously. like willing to keep their games on and allow it to actually happen. Uh, <laughs> and hopefully they get a good turnout. I think they will.
1: Yeah. I can saying they've become like almost traditional fixtures, as in it's the same teams on the almost... So that the ground top weekend, it's like certain teams are getting involved and they go, right, we don't into it. Is that right? I think. I,
0: um, See, well, you know it worked last time. Sorry. No, you're I go not I, I was going to go to it, and I came back from my work on the Friday, and uh, it was the weekend I got back. It was um, March twenty twenty. Before football because it was it was the day I got home. So I would have missed the Friday night game, and then I would have went st- I came change, showered, and basically woof. Off on the Saturday for it, so it was Mar. It would have been mid March 2020. It was, and it was the same games pretty much. But like you said, the Sunday and the, one, the Sunday and the Friday swap round.
1: Yeah, because I, I think it's something I've said to Doro that like he likes his own sports. I like my, so, Aussie Rules is something I watch a bit of, and they traditionally there are certain times. So like whether it's maybe uh, Anzac Day or it's Easter or certain times, they have the same fixture every. So it's like a traditional fixture at folk know, right? It's Anzac Day. That's what's getting played, and that weekend, even maybe I don't know. Probably I think they try and make it almost derby's. It's, it's, it's predominantly a Victoria sport, so Melbourne area. There is teams from elsewhere, but they try and make it. I suppose maybe easier for folk to to go or know what's going on. I suppose. Um, I, had
2: so wee, we, I, I had a wee. I had a wee well, when I was looking at it, and it, I mean the the east this east of Scotland ground hop. Has been going on for a good few years now. Obviously, exceptional last year, obviously because of COVID. But um, just very, very surprising that the West have never took to get involved. Because I think um, they might know that they're not classed as junior clubs anymore, and they're now non-league. And the the, the I'd like a lot as well. There was a lot of teams, in the, especially some of the teams that I know in the, in the West, are very, very against moving from a two o'clock kickoff on a Saturday. Even if they moved it to three, some of the fans were quite like, oh, no, 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 the game has to kick off at two. Mm-hmm. Um, but you only have to look at what's happened just recently with the, in, the, the new... The teams have been floodlights, obviously. The Friday night games that's happening on the West, it'd be, it'd be fantastic if you kicked off not that long ago. You had Hurlford against Darvill. Local Derby is only what five, ten miles between the two clubs and the crowd that they had that, that night at Darville was phenomenal. Um it, it was almost double what they would have got in the in the Saturday afternoon. Greenock Juniors and Port Glasgow Juniors and Inverclyde Derby, I think it was about two or three years ago they tried out a Friday night, um and there was over something like five hundred went to the game under the flood floodlights. That'd be a great game in that'd be a great game in the West. I take off to kick off a Friday night West Groundhog. Yep, and, then, and then you maybe on the Saturday, you might not need to go to four games, you could just have three, but you could maybe base two in Glasgow during the day, and then you nip down maybe to a floodlight game at Irvine Meadow or go at night at five o'clock. Um, and then you kick off maybe, uh, say, Cumnock and Glen Afton on the Sunday. Um, You wouldn't take away a massive derby like Cumnock and Lake. But a derby of some sort, um, or you could say, Coeany Rangers against uh, even Darvel or whatever, um, on, a, on a Sunday afternoon. There's there's a great set of fixtures that you could have, and you bring in the Lowland League involved because obviously, they're, although they're, at the moment most of the Lowland League teams are East teams, um, but you could have on, as one of your games um, East Stirling maybe at home to Bonnyrigg or um, who else is in the West, Caledonian Braves, or, or you've got Gretna, but they're doing a star, or California yeah, team, yeah. they're a little bit further away. but So you try and make them kind of central. Add in, I think it's next weekend, you could add in a, a wee Glasgow derby, St. Rocks against St. Anthony's, if you get down one of the low leagues, just kick yeah. that off at a different time.
3: Yeah, that'll be a great game.
2: The Would one you, I think, the one I think, of, sorry, then, so I'm sorry to interrupt, is in the...
1: Uh, the West will be the Mary Mass derby. So for those that don't know, other than Meadow and Iver and Meadow and on a Friday, traditionally when the Mary Mass celebrations take place, it's a Friday night game, always. Yeah. But always, and that's been going on, that's a tradition, so that would be your ideal. They would have to change, maybe when, uh, when, it, when it was, because they, I think it was last month, I think. Yeah, it was, I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um, so have that in the flight because maybe
2: it'd be an idea to have the west one differently when it's when the east one is. Yeah, well, you don't have to. You don't. You obviously do them do them differently. You don't com, don't combine them all together because then the people want to go to some games in the east or people want to go to some games in the west. You have a bit of a gap. You have say you have over the course of the season you have your west games um, September October time, uh, or your east games at the moment September October, and you say March. For your West Hop, um, yeah, and people could, that's something for people to look forward to. As that's I know a like, lot of people round, I know a lot of people round about here would turn round and say, "Oh they're, they're coming going after, and they're playing at two o'clock." But then just yeah. up the road, you nip down to watch Bonnet and Thistle against Darvel, and then nip over to them watch Saturday night game. Uh, could be at Trun. I've got the flip yeah. lights as well. Trun at home, definitely, to, definitely. Yeah, winning their awards. Yeah, yes,
0: Yeah, what what you're failing to realise here is there's a fuel crisis, and I live in the north, so why don't we have a (laughs) Highland League one? Ah, well, Friday night, oh, you leave that one. Friday night, Locos, and then Saturday you could say Turriff, Vale and the Broch. There you go, and then Sunday you could be Bucket. I like this
3: report. You are wee bit Sunny Bank in there though, wee bit of Sunny Bank.
1: Nah. Graham <laughs> <laughs> doesn't like them either. I've got nothing against Sonny
0: They're a bit out of the way. That's Aberdeen. You could have an Aberdeen
1: Hop, I suppose. Yeah. But, uh, how, uh, how about we are how, how start at Wick and we work our way down? Yeah, more. Wick. <laughs> well you Wick, Braura, Chuck and
0: Holkirk uh, in the in North Caledonian, and, and then I don't know. Who else
1: could you chuck in there? It could, be put, it could so become part process. of the North Coast 500, couldn't it? The North Coast 500. Go to your you way on football. To something here. I think. You're onto right. something, yeah. Right. We'll edit that bit out. We'll edit that bit out. The four of us, will all go in. Dragon's Den. <laughs> see what to say? Yeah. Um, why, well, you know? why not? Why like, not? I, I think this is a thing that we speak about often. I'm not getting political. Well, we maybe I'm getting political, right? It's all right. get political sometimes. Traditionally, the governments in the UK don't particularly like football fans. Is that fair to say? Yeah. It's yeah. Totally fair. But why don't we embrace it by the fact of, like, we've, this has been the thin over... COVID, especially, has highlighted it, right? Now, it's not just teams that are struggling. This is something we've discussed a wee bit. Mental health of people, because they can't get to the football. It's massive. Not just that. We had Robert Love on the podcast. I think it was round about the start of COVID or just after. He's now at Girvan. The players... Well, like I'm working my knocking my pan in all week. Saturday I play football, which is my release. It, it, so the impact it has is massive. Economy, how much money? I don't know the figures, right? There's probably been there will have been studies. How much money does football bring to Scotland? It must be crazy. Impact it has on mental health. How many of us had a at times when you're like, right, we kind of get to the football and then we're all buzzing with ink. Was it BT showed the Bundesliga again? We were all like, let's get a German team for the weekend if we didn't already have one, because football was back in some way. Much as you could get to it, you could at least see football again.
0: What you're saying there is right, and the disdain shown by our government for football, because it was always the last thing mentioned, it was always, you know, they were made out to look like the scumbags and it was treated like rubbish. But the thing is, the government forget that Scotland has the biggest... Percentage per capita of football fans in Europe, right? And that's discounting your big teams in the east, big teams in the west. You know, it's your Highland League teams where you know you can walk into a pub in a Highland League town and they're full. There's, you know what I mean? So, what it brings to the economy across the board, it's
3: because it's community.
0: Yeah, yes. exactly, and that's the thing as well. There's no other sport that does that.
1: Aye, probably not in Scotland Because we are traditionally Football's our, our mm-hmm. thing um, um, football, football, football is generally our thin. Like There is other sports that we do like Can we compete in yeah. But yeah, traditionally And I think this is something That Donald you alluded to earlier You're talking about maybe The Western Scotland teams Is not liking the fact They're deviating from a Saturday I think the purists will say I've got the book behind me, I think Yeah Daniel Gray We had Daniel Gray on Saturday 3pm now, I know that's a seniors, but that traditionally is when football was played.
3: Yeah.
1: And people, I I, I think some people, are, well, I don't think, people get put off. or not put off, but Sky came about. Now, this is where we get again, like Sky. Once that came around, it's cheaper to have a, a monthly Sky package than it is to go at a football game quite often. So you can understand why people do actually decide, well, I'll sit in the house, I'll watch I can watch football if I wanted to, all day on a Saturday, all day on a Sunday. I can I don't know, get say you like your beer, you can get a crate of beer for twelve quid. You go to football to seniors. I mean, Graham, you'll know you've got a young lad. Donald, you're a hint your lads going into football yet, but it's it's not a cheap day out if you go to the senior things. No, no.
2: No,
0: like I was lucky he didn't want to go. I think I got him at Pataudry three times <laughs> and he Pataudry Park
2: once, and then I'll, be, he turned I'll, be, I'll and he was, be I'll be doing
0: the same thing. <laughs> I, I I didn't I, it was his choice. I did try to get him in Pataudry. That's another reason why I chucked it as well. Not just the the, yeah. the whole falling out of it, but uh, but he never wanted it. He wanted the um, the the little games as he calls them. That's is it a little game? That's what he always used to ask. Now he doesn't ask because he knows it will be. And that just means yeah. Oh, Highland League downwards, pretty much. If yeah. you look at where we've been this season, I'm just looking here, every game, I think we've been to 21 games, and every single one of them has been non-league. We're not even bothering now. And like To start with, well, when he first started coming, we went to Morton, we went to Albion Rovers, we went to... Well, so we went to a few more, like maybe <laughs> one league to Peter he was another one, yeah, but not, it's just all non-league now. And he, he, I think... I paid them into one game and that was Newton Grange. Well oh, that
1: Grange. is it so that's the
2: good thing as well about 20, the non leaks. Twenty one games he's yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a bit like that as well. I don't think unless it might come to the end it towards the end of the season and it's maybe a game that maybe something at stake, possibly just say for example it's Albion Rovers at home to Meath, second last game of the season. Piver loses they've got to finish bottom. I might decide to maybe go to that game, but I'm not too fussed about going to even lower league in Scotland. and focus in, in non league. I don't mind I don't mind diving into lower league down south. Um like to Nittman train training going to Carlisle United uh or, or Morecambe or Blackpool. Um
1: Aye, but I but they are like almost non league in a way because they're not yeah. in the, the top four flights.
3: I, yeah. I think I think for me it's the value for money element. Um, I mean I'm living here in Club we have two clubs we have Alaba Athletic and we've got Sockey Juniors and it's 19 quid to get into an Alaba game and to go to soccer in the East of Scotland Premier you can get in you can get a half time draw ticket you can get a pie a scarf and a draft pint of lager for the same money
1: definitely I, I,
3: I mean I was at Gayfield Gayfield a couple of weeks ago First time ever. I'm still determined to do as many of the league rounds as possible, but it was 19 quid to get into Gayfield. Yeah. Now, my, uncle, my uncle's got a caravan up there. I've been once. It was brilliant. Absolutely loved it. But if I was up there another weekend and our broke were at home, would I go again for 19 quid? Yeah, I don't yeah. Think so. no. I mean, not see, for, see, me, to- for me, the, the lower leagues of the SPFL are overpriced.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think we've heard and even in the top flight, they've said twenty's plenty, and I think it would be for the top flight. Teams have tried it, but I think they've not tried it over a sustained period. If teams in the top flight were to try it over a sustained period, I think they would see results, especially just now. I mean, I know we're game with this bloody pandemic, but people don't have as much money, right? That that's fact. We're going to football. Now, if you're talking about paying nineteen pounds to go to a growth in no disrespect, probably maybe you had I don't know. Even fifteen maximum in the championship, maybe around those lines, and then maybe a league one and league two, a tenner. Yeah, I think you'd be more inclined to get better crowds
2: because if Absolutely. you look at
1: value for money in terms of what we can do elsewhere, you get better value for money. Whatever your whatever your thing is that you like doing, and no, folk don't just like going to football; they have other interests. The, the other
0: yeah. thing is you are talking yeah. about value for money, right? The lower you drop down, the more goals you get. It's just what happens in football. You like I've how many teams have I seen this season? Forty-two, and only two have drawn a blank in that forty-two. Mm. My average goals is up at like five point something. So you're paying less money. At the end of the day, football's about goals, right? Yeah. You don't need two hundred grand a week players to make entertaining football.
1: You can get if anything that makes it less entertaining you, when it starts,
0: <laughs> exactly, and that's the thing. The, the, there's more at stake. Losing caught, like that, that's more of a modern. It's another reason why I don't like the professional game because it's crept in that there's more at stake. So drawing in the Champions League 0-0 is actually classed as a result now, or drawing away to one of your title rivals is classed as a result and they're trying to do that. Rather than try to win the game, they're trying not to lose the game. That doesn't happen when you're paying six quid mm. to watch Rothy Rovers v. New Elgin, you know what I mean?
3: I mean, see, for me, 24 quid to go and see, like, Partick Pistol is worth it for the experience of being in the ground once and seeing that ground and saying you've been there. But you're never going to go again at that price when you can go to St. Rock's up the road and you can get you know, fed watered, more than watered, and badges and scarves for, for that same price. And with that, the whole thing about being able to mingle with regular customers and regular punters, that you don't get to do it in the lower, lower leagues of the SPFL.
2: Yeah. There was, there was, I was, um, you probably saw, obviously, in my social media, just not that long ago, maybe a month ago now, I went to Workington Town. Yeah. Down South against Marine in the FA Cup, and I went to pick my ticket up, and I had made, obviously, arrangements. I met a guy through a kind of ground-hopping page. Well, it's more more the kind of non-league grounds of England and Scotland on Facebook, who was part of the committee at Workington Town, and he um, he said, if you come early and get your ticket, I'll show you around the ground. So he took me there. I went up to meet him, and uh, I couldn't have been treated any better. I was brought into the ground. He showed me into the director's box where it was Bill Shankly, obviously, who made his um played his part of his career there. Um he showed me into the, the players' lounge, he then showed me in the dressing room, the players were already there. I met some of them. I then went onto the pitch, went into the dugouts, um, and a little tour of the stadium. And we come back round and then we spent about 15, 20 minutes and we went into the sort of the bar area, um and he he bought me a beer, and um, he says, for coming all the way down, I said, you don't need to do that, he says, no, no, he says, it's great, and then we said, Donald,
1: Donald, had... uh, Donald, Donald, you. you love a free beer.
2: <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> 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 so, like, and before he actually, dis- before he disappeared, because it was obviously stuff to do that day, because it was FA Cup, um, there was nobody else there, and we sat and I had a talk, and he spoke about, obviously, ground hopping, and he, and he says, a little thing had been, playing in his mind and he said, you know what? He says, I'm gonna go ahead. And um Workington an arranged um, just Saturday there, um, they had a home game against 1874 Northwich. And it was it was a ground top day for, for hoppers all over the country to go. It was 20 quid. And um, your 20 quid got you your entrance fee. It got you a tour of the stadium which I got. Um, you meet the players in the dugouts, and um, you got a pin badge. You got a pie and peas, or a pie and gravy, or whatever—a um, burger and chips, whatever, whatever took your fancy—and you got a pint. It's good. It's for, good 20, for twenty quid, and it, yes. and it looked as if they got a good wee they get a good we attended. I think there was about thirty or forty. Um, working thing got a decent crowd anyway, but they actually a lot of people took advantage of it, um, and I thought that was brilliant.
1: See yep. something to follow on from the community aspect, and it's something I want to touch on. What's as going up the legs to the championship? So, yesterday it was confirmed Morton now 90% fan owned. Now, this is a championship we've seen up with Hearts recently, the uh, Heart Foundation that's our wrestling team. You know what I mean? The Heart yeah. Foundation. Um, I don't know if anyone's a wrestling fan, but <laughs> if you get that Heart Foundation, you would get that Jim De Anvil and Bret Hart, sometimes Owen. So, yeah, um. So community, I, I, going back to community, basically the non-leagues, they aren't owned by chairman, right? There's people that look after them. You beat your chairman, your treasurer, your secretary, etc., etc. But effectively, these teams, it's the fans that own them. Yes. Now, we've said this for a long enough, I think, especially in the, the top yes. echelons of football, a lot of clubs don't care about the fans. They're not a customer or or is that all they are? They're just a customer. They're not they're not valued. There's maybe a change. There is maybe some changes getting made to that now because it's not every team. I think there is things clubs especially now are realizing, right, we need to look after our fans. Look after your fans, they'll look after you. That that's how it works. So
3: so I think terrific.
1: the Martin approach, I think, is terrific. 90%, I, know, I don't know, the 10%, I don't know if the McGills have still got a say. Not the McGills, the Eastdale. McGills are buses. I'm guessing they still are there somewhere. Possibly. The way forward for Scottish football, overall or not, maybe it would be more difficult for your Rangers Celtic. Maybe maybe even your Aberdeen and some of your clubs. At Hearts have done it. I mean, Hearts are the fourth biggest team in Scotland. I'm getting a bother for that from folk in other Sport Hearts. (laughs) 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 I've got to buy trophies, haven't we?
3: (laughs) just wondering who's third now.
1: (laughs) It's a word. It's a word. eh? Well, but it's (laughs) it's (laughs) borderline between Aberdeen and the Hearts, to be fair. Um, So, is it maybe the way forward for majority of Scottish football? I think to an extent, I wouldn't say majority, but to an
0: extent, yeah, definitely.
3: Well, what, no. made people, sorry, what major European clubs have been successful being fan-owned? I'm genuinely asking, I'm, I'm not...
1: The Germans is the example. Yeah. I, the, the, only, the Germans are the only ones I know that have the whole, yeah. is it 51% owned one, by the yeah. fans. But obviously, I mean, Bayern Munich, even Bayern Munich, they're, for a, a big club, are very well run, I think. They don't splash a yeah. big car. They do very well with the boys, thing and all that type of thing. Like are obviously the the outliers. I think just now there's a couple of others where they're not the traditionally German club because of their backing that they have.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Now Germany, I think, I mean personally, aside from Scotland, Germany, probably the place I'd rather watch football than any other league in Europe. I would say, in terms of fan I'd experience. Agree with- Far experience, I've been to a few games in Germany, I've been to Berlin, I've been to Dortmund. Far experience is brilliant. It's not just going to football. It's a
2: ground-hopping ground day, ground day in Berlin is probably, a ground-hopping weekend anyway, sorry, uh, and Berlin is probably the, the pinnacle of any <laughs> any person that wants to go to any games. <laughs> it's just phenomenal the amount of games that you could go and catch at lower league in, in, in Berlin is just unbelievable. And, and all the ones clubs, all the, they're all big clubs, but they're all, they're all, I mean, well, they, some of them were really big clubs, obviously, the sort of ex-east um, German side of Berlin, um, but when you see the amount of fans that go to them, the, the, the way they, the, and again, you're, you're saying community style kind of run. And that's um, the biggest
1: city in Germany, it's a capital yeah,
2: city. yeah. It's I mean, some of the way some of those clubs are run just by the fans, um, the things that they put on for you, the things they do for you, it, it blows a lot of the, the Scottish and, and English clubs out of the water. I, I've told you, like, um, I
1: went, I was looking, I went to Berlin, I don't know, it must have been maybe 10 years or so back, whatever. so Hertha Berlin, Union Berlin were both in Bundesliga 2 at the time. I go to Berlin, I thought, right, my missus speaks German. I, I thought, right, I'll have a look and see if maybe one of the teams are playing she went on and managed to look at the, the website in her German. They couldn't have picked it better. Hertha Union Berlin Derby at the Olympic Stadium. So and as soon as I get out the ground, not the, not the ground, sorry, out the underground metro, whatever the, it was, you've got big stalls all around the ground. Folk are in their, whatever, a van or a stall. Folk are having barbecues, they're having a beer, that's, that, the other. Tremendous experience. Now, unfortunately, I couldn't get involved because, well, I'm not, I'm not a local And it. There is, I think there's some elements of maybe you'd be accepted, maybe you wouldn't. I think union are like quite quite uh, more hardcore. Like, if you're a union fan, you're a union fan, but if you know, then what you're doing here, watching us, kind of thing. But the experience, even going into the ground, having a beer, having whatever, there's pyro which was safe pyro I should say it wasn't the, the flares which is the controversy just now about the actual flares but safe pyro because it was it was actually the stand was lit up because people are just doing whatever they were to do the safe pyro then atmosphere was tremendous your flags I know some folk don't like flags German football I just think is what people should be aiming for effectively I mean, if it's a I, top I, flight
0: I went to a fourth-tier derby. I went to Rottweiss oberhausen v Rottweiss essen because, long story, I was on a course with Rottweiss essen fans once and I said, I'll come over, I'll come over. And I couldn't get... I was offshore for the one in Essen. There's only seven miles between the two of them. So I went to Oberhausen and I tell you what, it would put Scotland to shame. I was about maybe 7,000 there, fourth-tier. And it would put it to shame. The atmosphere was incredible. The police presence, I have not, not even, like I've been in Glasgow on the uh, old firm games, when it was the old firm, and uh, the police presence is big there. But even this little derby, it was incredible. Just everything about this whole experience was madness, absolute madness. Running train battles in the train station everything. The game itself, the atmosphere, the pyro, the chanting, the oh, it was and you're standing there going, This is fourth tier football.
1: And then, oh, the, of interest, was that a capacity crowd because they tend to fill their stadiums regardless. I think in Germany, pretty uh,
0: much. I think a bit of the terracing was it, what it looked like. It looked like it was a band, you know, it was like in
1: a, out of service
0: basically, but it was pretty busy. I was in with the, the let's call them the ultras, the Oberhausen. My yep. ticket wasn't there, but I was able just to walk in there. My ticket was on the wing, but I just managed to walk behind the goal and it was yes, atmosphere, it was stupendous, man, it was awesome. But I remember standing there and it was glorious sunshine as well. And I just thought, Why can't Scotland be like this? And it's the sunshine. same as well. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> as well.
0: <laughs> Even like before the game, like you said, beer stalls. I've seen that at big I beat Bruce Dortmund as well, and it was like you said, I've yeah, been stalls there as well, Merch stalls, etc. Kids having a kick about in the grassy bit next to it. You just don't get that. You don't get that here. Scottish football is, I don't know, it's just lacking something. It's lacking. Yeah. But you're in and out in Scottish football. That's the way I look at it. Yeah,
1: Take exactly. Game, watch 90 minutes and you're out. I, I, Another Adam, cl- you. Sorry, when you go,
0: again. I, I tell you, the best experience, fan experience-wise, pre-game I've ever been to, They've moved now to their new ground. But it was Via Renga in Oslo.
1: Right, there
0: nice. There was a little, like, five-side pitch. So, basically, the guys and their wives, you know, just went, right, right, boys, go and have a kick about with those boys. <laughs> the beer. But, like, the beer tent was next to where the yeah, kids yeah. were playing. They'll watch our kids. That was one. There was competitions, you know, like kicking the ball through the holes into the goal and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Just proper fans on outside. Couldn't have cost that much to create, but that's. A,
1: well, I was there for an hour and a half anyway, before the game. Yeah. Why can't we do that? Out of interest, quickly. So you're in Norway. What was a half-time food?
0: The half-time food? A beer. I
1: didn't partake in the food. Adam, have you ever uh, travelled further afield in Scotland for your, your football fix?
3: Uh, only once, and it was uh, Maritimo versus Javes uh, in the Portuguese Premier League. I happened to be in Madeira uh, on a holiday in Easter, and it was awesome. It wasn't so much, there wasn't much of a pre-game thing, but I remember um, I knew it was live on Portuguese TV, and leaving the ground, there was a kind of pub in built into the kind of stadium. Yeah, the
1: concourse and- kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and
3: it, it just had plastic chairs and plastic chairs and plastic tables and a coffee machine and a fridge of bottles of beer. And I remember going up to the bar and saying, uh, you know, you know, sir, por favor, in my most beautiful accent. And,
1: um, <laughs> it's, guy, different it's
3: different to when you said it there, aye. Aye, my best telecurity accent. And the guy was like, uh, one euro. And an old boy at the end of the bar coughed. And the barman looked at him, and he looked. Uh, the, the the old boy pointed at me, and he pointed up to the ground. I was wearing a scarf. And he pointed to the scarf, and he goes, oh, "My apologies, seventy five cents." So he got, um, <laughs> you got you got a cheaper deal if you had been to the game, um, and there was certainly that, that friendliness about it. But um, I think I. I I think Maritimo is obviously going to be a, a lot different from other Portuguese football because, you know, teams will be arriving on planes and going straight back out again. But yeah, it appears you get 25 cents off if you've been to the game at the nearest pub.
1: I thought you were about to say, he's Scottish, it's a fiver, he'll drink too much. <laughs> 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 hey, well, Donald... For that point then. <laughs> Don't you about yourself in terms of travelling further afield outside of the UK for
2: football. Um, oh, well, what I'm drinking out of the moment that's um, Tondo Panenka, right? Okay, known nice. for the the penalty kick. Who is a a legend and icon at Bohemians Prague? Um, where that was um well, I'd been to Bochum. Uh, I went. That was my first. European game but watching Rangers against CSK Moscow in the Champions League but that was ages ago and then after that was um, my first European tie was was going to um, but he means Prague against Mlada Blolislav and what's called the Mall Cup um, and a Wednesday night in Prague um, just me myself everybody else I was with was in Prague and I just jumped in the metro um, I followed a guy with a scarf on just did a green and white scarf on and I thought right I'm following you because I know where you're going
1: it's unusual for you to follow someone with a green and white scarf, I heard. <laughs> and,
2: uh, well, he took a, he took a turn and uh, I don't know where he ended up. So I just kind of spoke to this policeman and just said, I'm looking for to go into the ground here. And the policemen, they, they were fantastic. They just said, follow me. And obviously knew, obviously with the accent, that was foreign. And I was just wanting to watch the game. And he said, he just looked at me and he says, they pointed to the main stand over there and he pointed to this exit here. And the way it looked as if to say the exit was or the entrance, sorry, was to say, that's where the ultras go, um, and it's up to your choice. And I says, do you mind? And he just gave me the thumbs up <laughs> And the end of strolls, and stood behind the goals with the ultras. You went and got a beer. Um, they come back down, there was a wee guy standing um, right at the front of the ultras with a, a board. It was massive, a pin board, with almost every single pin badge you could find in the world. Um, for, and but nobody was really buying them because it was it was a, a a Wednesday night game. There was only maybe what two and a half thousand at the game, but the atmosphere was fantastic. The, the ultras, so I went down and managed. I bought about four badges. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> uh,
0: I love,
1: that because the Scotland, idea in the idea in Scotland is if you were to wear a pin badge, probably you'd be at classes and Anorak Whereas this <laughs> is in the ultras end.
2: That was in the ultras end, yeah. Just Love standing it. there, a wee guy in his seventies with his, his wee table and the board behind him. But the guys all knew to keep their distance. They, they weren't obviously going down in front of him. They were bouncing up and down. But if you, anybody walked past him at the front, um, and he just stayed there with his little beer, um, never said anything. So I went up and bought four badges.
1: <laughs> was he watching the game out of interest or not? No, he was
2: watching the crowd. Ah, you like exactly. They like... watching the crowd.
1: Going back to Germany okay. again, like Dortmund, you've been to Dortmund as well, Graham. You said, and the yeah. wall, the yellow wall. I mean, I well, never got a ticket in there. I don't know if you did. I was in the this the half and half. So at Dortmund because they're so well supported. The away fans, sometimes your your home fans, or maybe even your tourist fans, your downtoppers, I suppose, are in with the away fans because they don't take a full allocation. But the yellow wall and all around it, I did the tour as well. Tremendous tour. But the they've all got these platforms. Like, the platforms are slightly raised, and you've got your, your, uh, no, sound horns, that's what I'm calling them anyway, they're no megaphones, they're actually sound horns to actually contain the noise in the stand. That's what makes it so good, and guys are not even watching the game, they're just there to get that crowd going, and the capos. Is that what they're called? Is that what they call uh, them?
0: Aye. the capos. But I think, but I think, I
3: Sorry, I think for me as someone who watched Paul Lambert with the European Cup with uh, Borussia Dortmund as a teenager, it's definitely a dream place to go and I'm glad people have had a good experience at it.
0: You'll, You'll never get as good an experience as I will. <laughs> Going back to Yellow Wall, it wasn't allowed because I went to a Champions League game. Right, okay. It was, against, she it, was against, it was against Legia Warsaw, so they've got a pool of railed seats down. They're, you're not allowed to stand in the Champions League, so obviously... The capacity wasn't bigger than Pitaudry like it usually is, because it's it's like twenty five thousand that stand when it's standing, is it? But I'm in, I I got my stand my seat across from it, like the opposite end, because I wanted because they always put on the big uh, the big display, don't they? The yes, yeah, the default, default, aye, aye. Right. right. This week they decided to say football is nothing without fans. Fuck UEFA. Just like you know <laughs> that, that's all. I, I remember it. Right. So again, I'm thinking oh, I've missed out on the yellow wall I've missed out on the display But the score was 8-4 Borussia Dortmund And it's a, the record uh, Champions League score ever So at least I got that
1: That's good <laughs> I, I've been twice to Dortmund So I've been once It was a Dortmund-Hanover game A guy actually online tried started on my tickets I went to years ago And I'll call it the Christian Daly game If I say that, everyone will remember Aye. So it's a uh, was not my first away game? Yeah, first Scotland away game. Went there. We had tickets for the away end because we weren't in the supporters club to get home tickets. So, away end, we thought, during the day, we thought, like, to fit in here, because this is different to in Scotland because if folk were a club top, they would be, what the earth are you doing there? Like, it's a national game. We thought, like, to be fit in a wee bit, because for some reason, we could have got a Germany top, but we went to Dortmund shop and get Dortmund tops worked out quite well because what they did is in the and I'm guessing it might have been the wall actually but it was seated. They had the fla- the German flag and we were actually in the bottom tier. So actually it worked yeah. out well. So but they had t- they had t shirts and all that for people to put on so that it did the German flag. Tremendous. But see at half time. So obviously you've been as well. So you couldn't do this in Scotland you wouldn't really want to do it anyway. We thought let's try and see if we can get in the home end, just maybe chance it walk a around and see what we can do. Maybe we got a beer, or whatever. We managed to walk all the way around to the away end and get in, but then we get absolute pe尔斯 from Scotland fans who are like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> 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 we have the Darwin tops on, but aye, tremendous bit. If you've not been, uh, aye, it's, it's phenomenal, and that's a, a stadium that's eighty thousand and. A lot of times they say when it gets bigger, the atmosphere's not as good. No, oh, unbelievable. putting yeah, my bucket list places because it's so steep as well.
3: They're right on top, yeah. yeah. Um, bad place.
0: so
1: yeah, uh, we'll get back to Scottish football though. So, Wraith and and we're playing tonight. Now, this is a question I got from one of the guys. Um, what's your favorite ground? And if it's not Starks Park, what is it? <laughs> That Ross's question. <laughs> it was Ross's question, aye. <laughs> uh, so Ross, um, th- that was his question. He stays around that way, but one all it finished the folk yeah, up, end it. The Come by, on that. By by yeah. the time by the time folk listen to this still know the score. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it that finished one
0: all.
2: So favourite ground. Well, I'll um, jump in. It's, it's favourite ground in Scotland? Yes. Uh
1: whew. Keith. Keith. Kind of and Keith. Okay. um, have Oh, sorry, on you,
0: Liam. Uh, just the reason being a big fan of Fitbat architecture and yeah. their main stand is something to behold. And that goes for Fraserburgh as well,
1: which is a very close second. I've been to Fraserburgh again for Talbot. Um, the church in the background as well, the backdrop. And the horns. Makes it stand out. Aye. Even the banking for the what was... We were in the, what I suppose it was the way end as such. was quite cool. Um, so yeah, Fraser would be up there for one of mine um, Definitely Adam
3: I think I uh, kind of covered this on Twitter today But um, both Capelo and Gayfield have totally blown me away In terms of league grounds And it shows me what a lot of clubs have lost You know, there must yes. be Falkirk must be a lot of Falkirk fans who go Can't believe we got rid of Brockville When Capelo and Gayfield are still standing there
1: um, what well,
3: out well for Aberdeen, so. <laughs> it well, right. uh, so, so, for me, definitely, uh, certainly those grounds. But as I said today, I am, and I think uh, Graham will kind of have a little soft spot as well. Socky Juniors, local junior side, local hills in the background, beautiful stand, lovely pitch. Um, it's kind or of your.
0: Brockville.
3: Yeah, it's kind of your idyllic. You're you're absolutely idyllic kind of non-league ground, and it's very much one that not a lot of people have visited
2: because of where yeah, it is. I yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I've not been I've not been to Socky, but it's, well, uh, we might go through.
1: We might go through. I think we need to go and see Matthew because he did say, yeah.
2: what a welcome, Great <laughs> um, man."
1: I think I don't know how we'll get there, but we'll we'll figure it out. It's, out? Yeah, it,
3: it's the middle of nowhere in the middle of central Scotland. It's um, it's uh, a. But I, I remember it,
0: Adam going back to Brockville and so okay, What is it that's from Brockville? Is it the terrace across from the main stand that was at Brockville, plus the dugouts, or is it the floodlights, or is it? There's I'm a
3: lot sure. of it. Well. Might be, it might have been the covering on the far side of the main stand. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. It, it, sure. Yeah, I think it was, the floodlights.
0: Maybe there's definitely two things. Yeah. I thought excellent, reusing old grounds quality.
3: Because also folkers. Fifteen twenty 20 miles away so
0: yes because here, here's a daft one as well as much as I dislike them, for Martin United's turnstiles are from Love Street ah so when, ah, when they is. were going when they were going to the Highland League they had to get turnstiles and away ends cetera, you know meet, meet the standard yeah they club
3: that probably hate so much uh, hmm? tap <laughs>
1: I know tap. a lot about them they're, they're my local team <laughs> <laughs> tap, they're my most tap. local team so Talbot's main stand, talking like Talbot's main stand, the seats were replaced and they came from Hamilton.
2: Yeah, Douglas
0: Powell.
1: I like that. that uh, the, the reusing. Capel um, Ka- was an interesting one. Um, I've got a good mate that's a Morton fan and he's invited me to a few Morton games. One of them was, I wouldn't say it was a cup game, but it was a derby. Tremendous. It was pushing it down. The St. Mirren fans were getting absolutely soaked. They weren't caring. It was a derby atmosphere, capital for me. It was pretty. It was pretty close to home. I've been a few times. Old school stadium, as you say. Yeah. Uh,
3: Beautiful.
1: Hard to beat. Hard to beat.
3: I think but, the St. Mirren fans were in the huge behind these, the one uncovered. Yeah, yeah.
1: but they didn't care. They weren't caring a jot. They were loving it. It was obviously a derby. Uh, Rain, standard Scotland, tops off, taps off. Brilliant. And some of the the banter in terms of song and singing teacher was was very, very good.
0: Yeah. I had a a cracking story from Crapo as well. Me and the wee man went down and uh, they beat Park Thistle 5 0. So obviously, it was all fun and games. It was coming to full-time whistle. Everyone was ready for it. And bang, there was this incredible crack. And it, it sounded like a bomb went off. And everyone, what, what the hell is that? And all of a sudden, the game stopped. And what it was was a floodlight had exploded. But all the glass <laughs> had landed on the pitch. Right? So the game the game must have finished over 100 minutes. Because when this happened with like 80, 87 minutes, both teams are on their knees, both benches are on their knees, crawling about in the grass, picking all the glass out of the pitch. Went <laughs> on for about 15 minutes. About three years ago that happened.
1: I'd actually ask my mate that's a Morton fan, but it's his favourite grounds outside the capital, where he did say the old love street.
3: Never a place I got to go to, unfortunately.
1: I, I never got to go. That, that's a question as well. Donald, I'll we'll get you to answer your favourite ground, but we'll lead on to grounds we've not managed to get to because of They've been closed or whatever. So, Donald, what's your your favourite?
2: I would say uh, senior ground. It's only just down the road for me, but nothing beats Somerset Park. Um, just it's been a gradual decline since I was have been born, and but even even going, I remember going in the, the mid eighties, and it's still the same. Nothing's changed apart from maybe a new roof. Um, on the main stand but Somerset Park just it holds a lot of nostalgia and then I've been to so many different types of games at the park because quite a lot of local junior cup finals were held at, at Somerset Park as well as obviously being to the United Games and, and a few other I've seen Scotland um, under 21s playing there as well outside of that I would say my favourite is and I went I went back to it for the first time uh, it was my first game back um, when fans were allowed back in after COVID and it had been so long since I had been to it that I kind of had forgotten all about it and then it just that threw me away when I walked back through the, the, the main gates at the front it was Ardrossan Drossen Winton Rovers if you ever want to go there their, their main stand is just is unique um, so I've never, in, been,
1: I've never been. It's any, never one it of the. It's,
2: West, it's, I've not it's been to a actually. lovely, lovely stadium, just right. So I picture there. that today
3: on on the Twitter Twitter feed. It looks absolutely stunning.
2: It does. The the, the, the the stand that they've got's been there since the 1950s, um, and they've built a they've built a social club um, beside it, but with a, a massive, big, raised, um, Outdoor sort of seating standing area where you can stand and watch the park with a beer in your hand and a little little benches and, and, and barrels that you can stand on um, and look down onto the park or you can then just walk up into the stand and get a seat but behind the goals as well is just a big massive grassy verge um, and, and pr- imprinted into the grassy verge and stones is, a, is the letters AWFC AWRFC sorry on am um, and some Winton Rovers that you can actually sit on, sit in the letters, because um, it was a glorious sunny day that day. Um, and I just, and they were playing New Cup Juniors and a friendly, um, and it took me back, and I thought, why is it taking me so long to come back here? Um, that was awesome little ground. So I was honestly, check it out. I've a story going back to Somerset. You know this one, Donald. So recently, it must
1: have been over the summer, I think, had a wee drive, and uh, I was doing a wee thing. We were doing a wee thing in the podcast. We thought, let's take alternative photos of grounds and try and see if folk could guess what they were, which worked all right. We did a few. Um, so I thought, right, I'll go to Somerset and see what I can get. Now, actually, from the outside, it's very difficult to get a photo of a scene because generally they're all walls, fences, and all that type of thing. But I thought, I'll see what I can manage. So walked up, it was about five o'clock, so about closing time for the, the staff being there, the ground staff, whatever. And I'd, I did a wee walk, a wee recce, and actually one of the doors was open, one of the turnstiles. And I was like, right, what, what do I do here? Because I suppose this is trespassing, but it's not often you get an opportunity like this. So I tentatively went in, but did I go fully in the ground and took a picture. And even then it was quite cool. And I went back to... The missus was driving, I said to Mrs. Right, this is a situation. Actually, one of the turnstiles is open, but I don't want to be going in and get caught out or something like that. I don't think it would bother anyway, but she was like, Yeah, just go for it. So I ended up just going right through the turnstile and did a wee check just to make sure no one was really about. Get out to ourselves, get pictures.
3: Did she keep the engine running? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> but tremendous. Like to see because it's not often you get that chance to see a ground yep. empty like that. Um, so some cracking photos I got. Um, and a great it a great stadium.
2: Yeah.
1: So I uh, there we go. So grounds that people have not had the chance to get to. Obviously, Adam you've said about Love Street. Any others? Mm-hmm. London. So London, done up.
3: One I could still potentially go to. Uh, Graham mentioned it today, was uh, Fraserburgh. It's gorgeous. That's definitely something, I'd, I, a place I'd love to go to. Um, apart from that, you know, it's just kind of, I don't really have too much of an idea. You you never really get an idea of what a ground like until you walk into it. Do
2: you know yeah. one, do you know one that we all, do you know one that just come into my head there? Do you know one that we all need to get to? And if you want to get to it, we'd we have to go probably in the next year um probably maybe up to this time 2022. Um it's it's not in Scotland but it's across oh. the water. The oval, Glen Northern oh. Ireland. Absolutely. That has to be up there with probably one of the top three in Europe. That it's a must. Um I've never been I've been in Northern Ireland quite a few times. I've never been to a game um but that's on my list. But yeah. it's
3: when I went to Capo, I didn't expect to walk in and go, oh my God, this is absolutely fantastic. So you never know what grounds are going to hit you, but certainly um, I'm off to Clackna Cudden a uh, week on Saturday and people keep talking about the ground. It doesn't look doesn't look amazing in the pictures, but I bet when I go there, it's going to look rather lovely when I arrive. The
0: Ferry San Siro.
3: Ferry San Siro, indeed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, never have the chance. At- I would have uh, loved to have, it's not that obviously it, uh, I don't know what it is now but I, I never got the chance to go to Colbouie yeah. I,
3: would,
2: I would have loved to I went to Colbouie obviously because it was the, the first all-seater um, Did, you never see it, Did you ever
1: see it though? Did you ever see it? Because I used to have relatives that stayed no, out No, I don't way.
2: think so So I
1: used to have relatives yeah, that
2: stayed out that I don't think way. I've I, I
1: don't think I've ever could, passed it or anything You could actually this was it was only ever when a game wasn't on because I would maybe go to the shopping centre that was nearby You could if you, you went to the road and you stood up in the road, you could actually see into Capola. And eh, not Capital Calboy, which is pretty cool. cool. Yeah. You, you could actually see into it, but this was back in the day before you would have a camera on you and you would you'd get some cracking photos of that. are some great photos you can see online of folk doing similar where you could actually see in a senior ground because mine they were in the top flight, obviously. Mm-hmm. The top level and you can
2: actually see right in that whole ground like tremendous yeah <laughs> remember me and when I first uh, well when I met Adam we actually managed to do two grounds in the one day yes we did um, so we did we were very very unfortunate so we did to do probably the two closest uh, well, as probably the two closest junior football grounds in Glasgow, I'd say probably the closest two in the west of Scotland, um, Ashfield Juniors and Glasgow Persia um, were both playing. Uh, when would that be? That be what December twenty nineteen? Yeah, it was
3: between Christmas and New Year.
2: Yeah, but right, I, um and they actually brought the Ashfield game forward uh, because it was a wedding reception later on that evening for the player, yeah. one of the players, yeah. So <laughs> managed, so that game, their game kicked off early, so we managed to get to that game and then we walked round and it basically five hundred yards, walked round the corner and walked into Glasgow Persia for their game. <laughs> Very it's important. Just, they, they, they didn't have a license to sell drink, No, Oh, they didn't. No, we never got managed to get a beer in there. Though that was the only thing.
1: It's for the best, Adam. You would had to buy him a beer. You're, it's better. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Was around, it was my
3: round. I mean, oh, well, it was my round, Oh well, oh,
1: well, well, well. I've only, I've only jesting Donald. Right. <laughs> uh, you, you can get me a beer next time. Sorry, right, right. sorry. Graham, uh, you mentioned Hamden, <laughs> the old, the old Hamden. So, I was lucky enough to get to the old Hamden. But how old are you talking about? Like in First terms seven. of before. Like recent, what's that? Thirty-seven, like my aye. Yeah. Back, back, I it, back like, in the day, oh, I'm no, talking
0: no. when it was terraced. Like when you see the f- pictures of the old, yeah. I know everyone says it was a shite hole, People pissed on your legs. You yep. couldn't get to talk. You know it was, and it was a dump. But I just
1: would love to have went just aye with a it's thousands at the game and all aye. that type of thing. Yes. Yep. Aye. I'll see
0: I'll some of the pictures place. of that condensed crowds you get. It's absolutely amazing. That's the
1: one it it makes you wonder that there wasn't more to say about stadium disasters with the way that grounds used to be.
3: Yeah, well, I can remember the Time Castle, an old Time Castle was it was beautiful and I loved it, but I can't smell fish now without thinking about it. (laughs) (laughs) I asked I
0: asked away,
3: game. Well, I, I, I just, like
1: Castle. The were just. The Tyne were good tony.
3: The towers were just guttering way in the concrete in the back of the sand it was um... welcome to the
1: non-leaks yes, <laughs> the t形y. facilities have changed facilities have changed but Tyne yep. Castle I think is one of the better grounds still in the top flight Absolutely. either Tyne Tyn Castle or Easter Road give me either an, um, atmosphere game everything pr- very good used to like the old shed at Dundee United
3: yeah I just think when I went back at when my dad took me to my dad took me to Old Pine Castle. There's not my niece is the same age. There's no chance I would take her there now, whether it was the same conditions. Um, but I suppose it just goes to show how things have changed. But
1: aye, um, another question this time from Miguel, one of the regulars. What is the windiest stadium that you've been to, and why isn't it Gayfield?
3: Well, it's sunny when it went to
0: the foreign angle. Hmm. Is it Gayfield? I wouldn't say Gay- Gayfield's not the coldest. The coldest match I've ever been to. Second was Gayfield. That was Aberdeen, the Scottish Cup. Third round. I don't know if you'll remember that. Aye. It was absolutely horsing down with sleet. All the trains were cancelled on the way up the road because the weather was that bad. It was wet, but it wasn't as cold. I went to a lot. Lossy Mouth, the Fraserburgh Cup game in December, December. December. Lossy Mouth. Oof. That's that's the coldest, but windiest. I tell you what else is uh, underrated for coldness. Broadwood. Broadwood's got its own climate. A microclimate around Broadwood. It is always That's the coldest stadium
2: I've ever been in, Broadwood. I would say the windiest stadium. I've never been to Gayfield, so um, the windiest I've ever been Saltcoats. <laughs> Saltcoats Victoria. Right on that, right on the Clyde. Um and it's right obviously up but right next to the train line runs right past it. Um and that was just a hell of a wind coming off the but it wasn't a cold wind, but it was windy.
1: What about when you have a pie with mushy peas? Is that not one of the windiest stadiums you've been to?
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> That's very windy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Adam uh, was it yourself there was a few that mentioned Gayfield in terms of the light going to Gayfield but it's, a, it's one of those grounds that some folk don't like going because of the way it's well it's exposed to the conditions but actually as a stadium again it's one of your, your older style stadiums that has I mean, character. I there, character
3: I was there two weeks ago and it was brilliant and it was a beautiful summer's afternoon but if it had been a cold January day it would have been horrific I mean, it would have been absolutely horrific. I mean, the, what, if, if the, the, the waves have been battering in, it would have been coming over the stand,
1: Yeah. Which it has in the past.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. D- I,
1: I, see, I want someone to tell me it sell smokies at the ground. No, any,
3: no, really? Oh, oh, brilliant, um, brilliant uh, steak and, steak and black pudding pies, but not, oh. Uh, smokies.
1: Oh, steak and black pudding. That's, oh, my word. That um, seems nice. <laughs> that I was taking Chiricho St. Johnson always gets talked about, so sticking Black Pudding i that's a that's another One On the flip side and worst experiences while going ground hopping or going to some kind of game in terms I of grounds.
0: Found a shite in the urinal at Falkirk.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> On oh, oh, Falkirk, only only have you
0: I uh, it's what, Stadium there? against Arbroath There was a third in your rhino. <laughs> it was one of them where you look and go, nah, and then you look again and go, oh no, it is. I've got a photo of it. If you go on my blog page, Falkirk v Barbroth, there's a photo of it. <laughs> is that is that
1: a blog on the log?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Falkirk third in your rhino. Right? Who
1: can beat? Can anyone beat that?
3: No. It, <laughs> no.
1: No. <laughs> I think we'll move on from it then. <laughs> Oh, true. Right, okay. Right. That was a question from John Blaisdell, co host of the podcast. Um, we've kind of covered a wee bit about the weekend, actually, what's coming up. Oh, how many So, oh, can oh, I get something Martin, else? Aye. Aye, just for this weekend, Friday night,
0: North of, uh, the Aberdeenshire Cup final uh, in Inverurie Locos. Banks of D v. For Martin. Come on, Banks Right. Right. That's
1: the aye.
0: biggest aye. game of the
2: weekend. Oh, yeah, I saw right. that was one Because did you not say earlier on your... Because you went to you went to last year's cup final not that long ago. six days it'll be. Aye.
0: <laughs> so 66 days ago, come Friday, I'll have watched the Brock lift the cup and then hopefully I'll be watching Banks of D lift it.
1: <laughs> so, um, just just or... re- breaking break news, I'm quite concerned because Begbait has started following the podcast. Oh. So... Not my fault. Um, I don't know what's going on here, but Begby started following us. So, I'll shout out for Begby there. Um, right. Oh, I know wanted to mention as well. There, how many grounds have both been to? And do you what app do you use? Do you use the? There was an app I had for a bit, but I don't know if it's still there. The one I've seen the most popular fans UK or fans something.
2: No, I think one of the most the well, one i one I use is um, Footballogy, um, which is
1: which is that actual app or website.
2: Yeah, actual app. Um, oh, don't know if you can see that. Hoots. Foot. Foot footbology, F U T. Oh, F U T. <laughs> F U T. Right, I found it put um and you log in there um and then you just input every single game you've been at when you're at it and you can then you can go back obviously to every other game and put them in as well um it's, and then it, you can go in it gives you directions to grounds it's very very good at updating quickly the games right. on um, there's a little map on it mm-hmm. as well so you can actually just say and, for an example if you're on holiday um and all of a sudden you are in uh but, but, but me the other week. Right I was inverkeering, yeah. Go in, look in inverkeering, go to there's five little um levels. So level five is obviously the lowest level that you can get that they they do football wise. Click that, scroll back, and then it gives you a list. And you can go between fifty, hundred and fifty and three hundred kilometers of your whatever base, and it will tell you exactly every game that's that's on on that day. right.
1: On I the don't... app, how many, how many grounds have you got it? On the app, how many grounds have been to? I have our... I've no...
2: I'm only sitting at the moment because uh, I keep forgetting. Uh, I'm at 50, but I've done a lot more than that.
1: Roughly, what would you think,
2: roughly? In Scotland? In Scotland, I'm about 10 off the 42. Um, junior-wise, if I had on the rest, i have maybe done 80-odd.
1: Why, that's,
2: that's
3: a good total. 80 uh, in Scotland. Adam. Uh, as the football nomad, I'm coming up to about 60 games. Um, as Adam, in a lifetime, possibly towards the 80. Um, but certainly I've written about written about 60 games. I don't use any apps. Or I'm, I'm a middle aged man. I don't know what to do. Um,
1: <laughs> you did write a book though in 2019, <laughs> which I think you can give a plug because it's. I think you can still buy it, so give your book a plug.
3: Well, it's still on Amazon, yes, but I think uh, everyone who's listening to this will probably have bought it by now. You uh, look, <laughs> look forward to book two that will be on Amazon next May.
1: Oh, that's May, right. Give us an yeah,
3: answer. Uh, well, it'll be um, the same as the first book, except with different clubs in it, and it'll just be regurgitated nonsense for the website in print. And um,
1: well, well, you do yourself a disservice, right, because I was reading some reviews of your book earlier and for every review was very positive I don't know if you've got the ability to remove the bad ones but every review was really positive because I like the fact to bring in the pub aspect where you yeah. go for a drink before the game whatever and all that type of thing so you aye you, you do I mean, a service. I mean,
3: the next book will be uh, much more of the same there will be a third book and then after that I'll retire and disappear so that'll be it <laughs> that'll be it retire
1: but, so where are, you going to re- where are you going to retire to do your new ground hopping then
3: um, I, I don't know if I'll ever go a football game again. I don't know. Um, oh, what? It's, um,
1: I'll
3: certainly... My plan so You'll was, just be the nomad. You'll just be the nomad. As opposed
1: to yeah,
3: I think it'll be... Uh, um, it was... Each book's going to be two seasons, six seasons over three books. Um, I do have about two-thirds of a manuscript for a kind of following the Scottish national team during my lifetime book, which I wanted to release already. But then... I was writing. I was writing chapters about watching Scotland games as a kid, and I was writing chapters about watching Scotland games with my dad, and then my friends as a teenager, and then I want to write chapters about watching Scotland games with my godson and my niece. So I kind of like. Um, so I kind of, it was like a trilogy. A trilogy. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, so it could be two trilogies, but um, yeah, certainly as far as the groundhopping goes. The plan is three books, um, six seasons, and then I'm done.
1: Graham, how many grounds you reckon? I I know, two hundred and eleven. It is. Wow. Two hundred and eleven
0: from Scotland. Sixty nine. No, sixty nine of them are out with Scotland. That's still impressive. I, I counted them all out because I'm going because I'm going away this weekend. Well, after this weekend. I was thinking, right, I'm going to get... Speaking of the Oval that Donald
1: was on about, I thought I'm going to make up my 70th when I come back. So, out of interest... Aye, out of interest. Does that cover amateur games as well, or is that from going... That cover... The way I work it is, right, it's not... You can't be
0: Hazelhead in Aberdeen, you know, like... communal kind of... Aye, aye, yes. You've got to be purposely built. So, basically, I would say... 99% Ninety-nine percent of them are juniors and up.
1: That, that's a good, and that's the last five. Well, I say the last five years, but obviously would have gone to other ground. A lot, a
0: lot of the juniors, was, I, I collected a lot, like when I was watching for Martin. But so a lot of which are gone now and as well.
2: But. This is where um, this is where there's a, you wouldn't believe actually there's a there's quite a bit of animosity amongst um, um when it comes to obviously classing games. People, especially if you if you go onto some of the, the Facebook groups um, that people are involved in, it's, it's very very heated. People will um, will class a game um, if it is, is, is what Graham says if, if it's an amateur level and it's a public park. They will they will tick that off as a as a ground that they've been at. Um, people will not tick a ground off if they're unable to buy a programme. Um, or a pin badge, and then last year obviously was when the big hullabaloo kicked in when games were playing without fans, but people were actually going. I did it. I went to I went to Sankar to watch Nisdale Wanderers from outside the ground because it's wide open space, but you weren't allowed in. Um, I, I'd already been to Nisdale before, so it's a ground that I've um, marked down as being as being at, and I'll go back again. But um, people were. were were ticking off that as a ground that they were at when they were outside it, and other people were saying no, 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 you've got to be inside it Ah, you've got to be inside exactly. Uh, People people were saying, well they were watching they were watching such and such in um, Canvey Island um, from a tree uh, and they were classing that as a tick because I saw that ground and saw a game I
0: would say if it was purpose built for football, it's fenced in and you're not likely to Find a dog shit in the centre circle, That's or, or in or
1: the urinal. Or in the urinal, <laughs> uh,
0: in the urinal. But, and it, it's got to have a name. You know what I mean? Like people would go. Uh, I say Hazel. I'll use Hazelhead again or Shedex Lane, Aberdeen, and say Aye. I've been aground the ground.
1: Aye. Well, which one? There's fifty pitches. You know what I mean? It's there is. Aye. Definitely. I'm. Go, I'm going to bring another aspect in here. So, um, the women's game is getting far much more exposure. Um, I've not been to any oh well, I have been to an under-19s game but it wasn't in a purpose-built football place, so that was only recently I ha- just because tonight uh, quite, maybe the biggest crowd potentially for a, a women's game domestically like the Edinburgh Derby was played at Easter Road tonight, 5,512 fans, brilliant I think they were, I think they were doing, to be fair on advert let's do it for free see how it goes, let's get people along and see women's football, right? Because it's the same game, but there are some differences, right? Just from uh, and you can say physique or whatever you want to say, right? There are some differences. Generally, though, any games I've watched, and this hasn't been, like, I'm trying to say, condescending, entertaining, goals, like as you were saying earlier, Graham, about you go to the non-leagues, whatever, you get better value for money. I, I think we'd agree. Has anyone been to women's games? Yes. Uh, what was your experience of going? What would you say? I
3: think um, what, I saw Glasgow City versus uh, Sterling University the Scottish Women's Premier League and it was probably the most convincing victory I'd seen since I saw the Harlem Globetrotters in Aberdeen at the... <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> uh, absolutely, I mean, absolutely tremendous. Um, I think it's a very skillful, it's a very technical game and also, you see the women taking some absolutely massive hits. that would have Ronaldo hospitalised, and uh, they're getting up from them and continuing. I mean, I've got a colleague who plays for a uh, Falkirk, and she okay. comes in. She comes in every Monday morning, battered and bruised. In fact, she missed work on Monday because uh, she was being X-rayed for a broken ankle. Um, and it's just you know they are they are. It's very skillful, high quality. There's no play acting. It's if you were. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm putting my technical school teacher's head on. If you wanted to show people how to play football, women's football is a great thing to watch because it's not got the theatrics. Yeah, not got the theatrics. It's not got yeah. the story of the, the uh, men's game.
1: Respect as well. I think it's a big thing. Like we've had like many guest on for women's game. I'm going to mention Rachel Boyle because she scored tonight. It, it ties in well. Every woman footballer that we've had on, or everyone within the women's game, has said, like for example, there are certain things in men's football I think still are still taboo. If you, you probably get what I'm meaning that in the women's game, nothing's taboo. Like fucking they all communicate with each other in terms of like if they're struggling, like mental health and all that.
2: Yep, Uh, absolutely.
1: anything at all, there's not the abuse from the stands. I think, again, probably something we've seen recently, we need to credit the the SFA. It's not often we do this, maybe. But giving people in the supporters club free tickets to go. Now, whether that's right or wrong, we don't know. But they've got enough money, I think. Let's try and get folk in again, seeing the games. I've seen supporters buses going. It's folk going with their... They're taking their kids, whether it's boys or girls, whatever. But maybe we're seeing more girls interested in watching football, playing football, because they're seeing something they can aspire to, mm-hmm. which wasn't the case. We've had we've had Leanne, we've had like, I mean, we've had Galacticos on from the women's game in Scotland. Because right? let's face it, what some of these women have done in women's football for Scotland, and the amount of caps they've made—if that was a man, we'd be we'd be talking about that for years. We, we probably will now. I think we will now going forward, which is great but so just it is pure it's honest as you say Adam it's like an honest football like what the, the non-leagues traditionally non-leagues are it's, it's just football you've seen maybe in the 90s you can tackle yeah, Sorry, well, you tackle so, uh, uh, Graham or Donald? Uh, you had much experience ago at women's games.
0: Yeah. No, but I have tickets for Scotland, Hungary in the October holidays. I was going to take the wee man Hamden for the first time ever, and now I'm away with my work, so I can't go.
1: Right.
0: So, but yeah, that was the plan. So there's two tickets. Who can pass for a child? Donald, you go as a man. And,
1: uh, Adam, you go as a child. <laughs> this
3: doesn't look like a
1: giant. <laughs> <party>. <laughs> <laughs> that the plan to
0: watch Aberdeen as well, well, Aberdeen are yeah. playing a about moral, and um, aye, it's not, like it's, there's it's a not, bit, it's not worked out
1: right yet, but I will, I'll get
0: to watch Aberdeen at some point. I think there's
1: some ambition there as well. I think the good thing is, we're now seeing as well on social media, there's this debate as well about do they have their own separate media because maybe it helps bring exposure, but I would say probably if you put it. Aligned with the men's, you'll see more people, more awareness. You'll see it more. You have more followers, yeah. and they go, ah, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll go along." For me, I know a few folk have gone. Like,
3: since the frustration is, if I'm writing about women's games and I treat every club as, as as the same size, there's no. If I'm writing a chapter or a blog, the club, any club I'm writing about, I'm visiting is as big as any other, but. I mean, I went to see, so maybe I got, I'll write about, say, I don't know, I go and see Albion Rovers, I'll get 1,500 reads, and then I'll go and see Man City Women, and I can't get 200 people to read it. Yeah. Great thing. Um, Do not find,
0: though, your blogs are bizarre the way they go? Because I went yeah. to St Peter's under 20s. And I got like 400 reads of St. Peter's under 20s, and then I went to Rossville v. Cambus Lang Rangers on Friday,
1: and it's not even at
0: 100. Yeah. I
3: think that's it uh,
1: it you know, It's like interaction on Twitter. I was, we were talking before yeah. the podcast started. I actually find that st- things that are more niche, like this, yeah. is niche, I would say. I think that's all right to say. Had to stop. Door open, say. Would be, yeah. would it bad gets bad.
3: more interaction.
1: It gets more interaction because it doesn't get as much exposure.
3: Mm-hmm. When it's patterns now it's very difficult to get articles about women's football read by people
1: the, we had Stephen Lawther on have you read his book?
3: yeah I own it I've read it yet
1: he was a fantastic guest um, yeah brilliant guest to have on and totally knowledgeable about the game I think that that's probably maybe partly from some aspects and this is maybe we're all guilty of ourselves because we've been used to the exposure of the men's game, the men's game, the men's game, and it, it's not been until the last maybe three, four years that we are now probably being more aware of the game because you can't, you can't be aware of what you don't see unless you're, I, I, unless I was you're probably hamster.
0: I was given that book to review for the AFC Black and Gold, the Heritage Black and Gold yeah, magazine. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, I didn't put it down. I started it and I read it from start to finish. Excellent book, that.
1: It doesn't surprise me. He was tremendous. Um, he he's got the Wraith book as well about uh, 94, 94? is it ninety four yeah, something ninety five. Yeah, well. um, yeah, just generally nice guy. He loves his football. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. But on, on the subject of Scottish women's national team, we were hoping to do a podcast last Wednesday on on the back of the double header. Unfortunately, due to uh, certain issues, we couldn't do it. But we need to thank uh, Chris Marshall. I don't know if any of you guys know Chris Marshall. Yeah. Yeah. Um Chris Marshall stepped in as a guest host recently um for a podcast previewing the double header. Um tremendous. It was only Stuart Mitchell. We did thank him on Twitter, but we would thank him on the podcast and say thank you for for stepping in. Um I know he's a he's a Pollock fan as well, so there's a in the West of Scotland vibe. So I think we would like to get him on as a, a guest. I think it would be quite cool. Uh, but you stepped in as co-host at last minute and I know as a, a, a host, sometimes it
2: can be difficult. Chris but is, uh, he was Chris is tremendous. very good with pie reviews. Yeah, So yeah. I I. I I we love the pies.
1: Yeah, we, we love the mm-hmm. pies at the podcast. Wait, uh, right, I think we called most stuff. Someone did say about toilets, a toilet question. Um, I think it was Miguel, but I'll not ask it. More <laughs> like we, we do our lower league predictions every week, uh, and the lower leagues we do put it as the Championship, League One, League Two. So um there's the three of you on. I know Donald, you're a you're a regular, semi-regular. I'm talking of semis actually, before we do the, the Benny? before Aye. we do before we do the productions, we need to talk about manscaped. So manscaped uk.manscaped.com. 20% off any product and free shipping. Now Monday, I forgot to say the code, but folks know the code by now. It's SFF Podcast Capital Letters. You can get your weed whacker, which is not something that you get in the schemes or anywhere else for that matter. It's, it's for your nose hairs. You can get the lawnmower 4.0. Now, we're getting to winter, so you're not cutting your grass, but basically you're shaving your balls, making them nice for the women. The women could use it as well if they want. It's not like uh, – it's called manscape, but let's be, let's be fair here. Um, so, you yeah, get involved. Um, you could use it in your head if you wanted. I mean, if someone's bald – I'm not looking at anyone like myself or you, Adam. But we we could Graham. I, I think you're partial to we. <laughs> I, I usually just go right round, right you know, round. I uh, that's it. I reach,
0: a, a reach whole... around, just a reach around. So around,
1: just I just reach around the whole, the whole melon. <laughs> um. So yeah, generally like good guys at Manscape we deal with them, and uh they, they do pay us, but they are good guys. And honestly, the products are good. Uh, aye. We, you can put your own design in. Now we've talked about this before. The Scotland games are coming up, but we could do it for whatever else you could do it. It's very, It could be intricate. You can use it in the dark. You can use it in the shower. So you could, we were talking about salt tires. You could do a salt tire. Now, if you want to dye it blue, that's up to you. If anyone can do a lion, a lion rampant, we don't want to see it, but that's how intricate it is. Precision driven. So get involved. Um so lower league predictions. I think we'll go to them. Now we go Championship League One, League Two. I need to double check quick the fixtures, but each of you can take a league. Now, does anyone have league. a pref- does anyone have a preference? Uh, no, Championship League One, League Two, though. No? Oh, right, Unfortunately. Oh. <laughs> so we can- ah, I know. So League Two. A- league two, right? Okay, Adam, you were in quick there with League Two. So I think we shall go there for Elgin City versus Stalin Albion.
3: Well as a as a man who followed Alawa in my um, teenage years, there's no way I can back Stirling, so that's we I be a win for Elgin. Right,
1: we need a score actually, right? So this this lower league production game, no pressure, we're up against Ali Graham. You should you all know Ali Graham. Friend of the podcast, yeah, Hilarious. legend of Wraith. So, we need, we do need a score, I'm afraid. Adam, mm, so I
3: think Elgin will no Elgin will sneak at one. nil. Elgin will sneak at one. 0 I'll
1: take right. League One. You'll take League One, right? I'm going to have a quick look at League One. So, Donald, you're left for the championship, which might yeah. suit you actually. Uh, League One I reckon because of where you're from and due to what Adam has just said we'll go for Aloha versus Cove Rangers Cove Rangers 2-0 oh, liked it straight in no. there <laughs> they will straight.
0: I think if it's at home they will they'll do it Aloha at home Oh Aloha at home
1: Right, so Donald, (coughs) I am going to see what we shall go for Well, do I I be dirty on you and go for the team that you kind of got a bit of a lean into or do I not?
2: Mm. I am going
1: dirty Partick Thistle
2: versus there (laughs) Eh The Ian McCall Derby. Um, He's <laughs> in a bit of form now under Jim Duffy, isn't he? Partick's at home. 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. Right,
1: okay. So, you said that? I thought... I'm one, putting to <laughs> see results on a
3: coupon tomorrow.
1: I'm going to put... Right, don't, don't, do not put it in a coupon, right? Because Ali Graham is currently 4-1 up. And unless you guys are good with coupons normally. How, how's your coupon your coupons at the weekend normally or whatever you do them.
3: He's
1: mm-hmm. a, bit, it's a, bit a bit. <laughs> man, I, I don't do a full coup it's like a treble kind of double,
0: man. But Well, this uh, is a treble. This is a treble here. I so suppose 50-50 I am but
1: I'm
3: not
0: putting it on. No way. Aye, no. Co- Cove will be 1-0 up. Score a last minute and it'll be chopped off. So you
3: know.
1: well, Oh, we don't be... But maybe, maybe if you put a treble on no, the scores because scores, that'd be... If you get the three and the scores the correct scores, I think, were, were joining Adam, retiring to, is it the Maldives?
3: Uh, <laughs> <Madeira. laughs> <laughs> Medina.
1: <Some cake. laughs> so we've got Parthek Thigl versus Air 1-0. We've got Allo versus Rangers, Nil 2 Elgin versus Albion 1-0. We need a win, right? No pressure on you three of you, but we do because Ali won it last year and he, he, he frankly, is embarrassing us just now. 4-1. Mm. It's no good. So, I think somehow we've managed to cover everything I've got in this. lot of notes. Yeah. Oh, the only thing I wanted to mention was Mike Bailey. I don't know if you guys know him. I think he's a bit of a grin topper. So he had the top he, did ask, he asked about some hidden gems. He's written books and stuff like that. But we probably covered the hidden gems that he mentioned. There were some that he really liked. If we were to if we were to go for one we have not mentioned already what would be a, a hidden gem of Scottish football that he can go to? Dufton Juniors. Dufton Juniors? I've not even heard of them. Webster Park. I take it that's up in the Highlands? It's up by the other side of Huntley, kind of between Huntley and Keith kind of area. Right. Because um, I get, a I probably the Highland Juniors. Outside probably the Highlands don't get much coverage. Uh, no, honestly, I went up there. I played there when I was,
0: I played, didn't really, Appreciate how good it was. Went up to watch. It was ace. The, the scenery, everything's amazing. There was gunshots in the in the, the woods next to it, and it oh, that was ace. Just what a uh, place, like
1: just what you high.
0: High. Proper whiskey town as well, like obviously a proper whiskey town. So all the bars are stocked out with the malts.
1: There you go. That's the... That sounds like a play. I think I think definitely like we'll, we'll edit that bit out. earlier about the North Coast Five Hundred stuff, but I think we're just maybe on to, I think we're on to something <laughs> here. I do think so, aye, aye we're on to something here. Um, Donald, heading um, Gem?
2: I would say, if you want to try out the south of Scotland League, um, there is some cracking little grounds down there, and one of the best of them is um, Three Rovers and Castle Douglas. Um, lovely surrounding, all the, all the little towns down there are, are all fantastic little towns anyway, But um, and all the grounds to the teams that's in them so you've got three Rovers there you've got St Cuthbert Wanderers in Kirkcudby you've got Wigton and Bladner who played Wigton obviously um, but three of itself is um so three will be a one yeah it's a lovely little ground if you're ever heading down that way
1: okay um, Adam what would um, what Graham, was not mentioned already
3: Graham's gone north Donald's gone south um, one certainly as this gentleman's taking photographs uh, Arpaly Dunperley Park is an absolutely beautiful ground. Um, it's got a it, it, you couldn't you couldn't recreate that if you tried. It's, um, it's very ramshackle now. It's probably the least disabled friendly ground I've ever been to, but because it's all slabs and up and down and um, yeah. and it's the yeah. best lagger I've ever had in a converted shipping container. But if you're gonna <laughs> If you're going to photograph a ground, it's an absolutely gorgeous
2: place to look at. To oh, do you, know, do you know one as well? Oh, one you is, you've had your... You named, you named every
1: <laughs> ground in
2: the South of Scotland, I think. None of us have mentioned this one. It's when you mentioned there about photographing grounds, and it is a ground in Scotland that's photographed a lot just because of one stand is Netherdale Park. yeah. Gala Ferry, Dean Rovers. It is a big, massive brick um, 1970. Brutalist architecture. Brutalist
1: architecture. I'm trying to remember, is Gala Ferry, Dean, beside Gala Rugby Club? Because I've been to Gala for rugby back in the day.
2: It
1: Yes, yeah.
2: Yeah, what a a, a, a stand that is, basically. That's one of the best stands in Scotland, just for the the structure of it. Like, it is um, unique, I that that's a good selection to be fair. So if Mike coming up again
1: soon, he's get he's got a fair <laughs> bit of travel I was going to, going. Was going <laughs> to say uh, <laughs> four points. <of> <laughs> <laughs> but aye, give some of you that have options. I I, I, I thought, like, was one of the first uh, junior grounds, and it's where I got now that I went to as an away ground as a Talbot fan. So
3: I think four, one, four, Walking about it is perhaps risky, but um, just all slabs and up and down, but. Absolutely beautiful ground to look
1: at. Hi, no, aye, aye it's actually, yeah, it is decent actually. Yes, um, but well, I think that is a wrap. Um, thanks to Adam and Graham for coming on as guests. If you ever want to come on again, you're more than welcome. Um, because your knowledge is tremendous, and I hope you've enjoyed yourselves. Donald, right. you're, yeah. always, you're always on form when you make your rare appearances. <laughs> I feel thanks. That. I don't know if we need to pay a loan fee for you from anywhere else. Like, I don't know, is it just the missus? Just to the missus pay the loan yeah, fee? Yeah. Right, okay. what, <laughs> a loan fee? Yeah, Right, okay. What's just a loan fee? Hair appearance? A, p- a pint. A pint. A pint right, okay, right. Well, right, so you've got another 20 podcasts to do this season before you. I know. No, I'm, kidding <laughs> on. I'm only kidding on. I'm, not, I'm, kidding, I'm totally kidding on here. <laughs> um, but I, as always, uh, but supporting hipster, I think that is the new name for you on Twitter. If it's well,
3: I'll get, get
1: on to that you, Because I know you like that <laughs> uh, You're liking that idea I reckon there's a, brand, tier, a brand here So we've got the Sporting hip, So That'll be your new name The Fitbar Nomad But you're going to be the Nomad Once you've made your money off yeah.
3: the books Fitbar
1: Fitbar bag What are you going to change to uh, uh, That's staying That's remaining I'll oh, just stay Graham To be honest just stays, uh, Graham, aye. Right? Yeah, uh, 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 none of this fancy nickname stuff. I'll just none of these real. fancy nicknames, aye, uh,
3: uh, okay. Uh, can I just this is my first first ever time on a podcast, and obviously Donald's experience of it, but I noticed he used a visual prop in an audio podcast earlier, so I don't really know. Uh, uh, you will. I'll well, like, I don't know why, right, but I
1: always do it if we've got, like, some kind of podcast on the glass or it is. So or other night when we had Iona on, I went away for a wee mixture, I went away, a Tim Burgess book, I'm a Charlotte's fan, so I had a wee bit of Tim Burgess, but had a wee bit of football, um, earlier on we had to be, as we say, Daniel Gray, 3pm, he's been on the podcast, so I think it's alright, we, we like to promote people that have been on, uh, football's faithful fans, I don't know if you guys have read that, no. I got that, I got that, that kindly, day. I got that kindly gifted to me, so, um, on the back again, this book, Us and Them, yeah,
2: I've got that one, which
1: is, a collaboration that donald put me on to and uh, one of the writers was kind enough to say right um really appreciate you buying the book I'll, i'm going to send you a gift because we bought a few copies for for, for gifts as well so hi. if you've not seen not read any of them whatever then definitely they're all worth a read um and yeah thank you
0: no bother and donald we've still got to sort
1: out of penrith remember
0: yeah.
2: We have, mate. Yeah, we'll definitely get that done. Next oh, wait a minute. Month.
1: Wait a minute. Right, we're still recording here Penrith. Yes. Penrith is one of our favourite places in the UK. So, not well, 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 Let's stop. We'll stop the podcast. We can discuss this off well, here. Thank you and cheerio. Cheers. <laughs>